welcome to the Retro Blood. You are all my children now. You want to know what happens to an eyeball when it gets splintered? You got any idea how much blood jets out of a guy's neck? You've come back to us, Michael. Stop the rain. Well, hey! Something slimy down there. I don't like it. Aw, oh, you're trying to scare me. Hey! Oh, Christ, those things are big. Big, they're gigantic. Oh, man, thing bit me. We'll tear your soul apart. Welcome back, everybody, to the Retro Blood. As we continue our Bugs Gone Wild month here on the Retro Blood, talking all about killer bugs, killer creatures, and 1980s horror movies. Up next, if you like slimy slugs, if you like uh, 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 dubbed dialogue, if you like a health inspector who he pretty much had to quit after this that he he hated his job that's for sure um if you like cops that don't listen uh if you like uh if you like a a dude trying to bang out some important girl's daughter and try to drink beer at the same time and then when danger arose he's tried to get out of there and not even try to help her at all this is the review for you brother because retro oh, blood yeah. is talking all about slugs Slugs, brother. Killer slugs, Allison. J. Allison, James Klein. What's up? What's up, Allison? What's up? What's up, man? I'm so excited to talk about this movie. I I, lo- I love this movie. I think this was this is one of the best movies I think we've ever done. Okay. <laughs> so this <laughs> <laughs> so this movie was very fun because um so. We do these every once in a while, where we do like the yeah. the, the dubbed movies. All right. Yeah. At first, you know, sometimes I like to go into these reviews and stuff, or when I'm watching a movie, not knowing anything about the movie, and just find everything at the end. So I'm playing it, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on with the audio?" <laughs> All right. Like it's like, bro, I know we're in the '80s, but because I thought, you know, remember we, we sometimes when we we see scenes that are outdoors, mm. you know, back in the day, if you're a low budget film, you don't have enough, you know, for like you know, certain kind of mics that can kill out wind and all this stuff. So I just thought, okay, they're just doing that shit in post. Then they were doing it everywhere. I was like, okay, oh, and then I kind of realized, oh, wait a minute. This is just a dubbed movie. So so partially it is. I was yeah. going to bring that up. So is it is it dubbed or some? Because from what I understand is that, so it's a Spanish movie. Yes. But it takes place in America. Yes. Which I think explains a lot of what happens in this. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, like this Spanish filmmaker's idea of what 1980s America was like. He nailed it. Um, he, he did kind of nail it in a lot of ways. Except, yeah. for, that, except, except for that Halloween no. party. That shit was lame. <laughs> like, did we even did, did did we even need it? Did we even need that lame Halloween party? I mean, like the one where they're out in the woods. Yeah, they're just out in the woods. Yeah, well, and it was like, and then okay, I, I had to okay. I know we just during the review, but I have to say it now. Okay, they they were out in the woods. 
Okay, there's like this big Halloween party going on. All these kids that just randomly show up in this film are. There's like yes. three. There's like literally three. Not even costumes. There's like two masks and a green wig. And there's one girl saying, "I just don't fit in here." I was like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> nobody has a costume on. You fit in here just fine." Like she act like everybody's like dressed up and shit. <laughs> like, I know, I know. It's so weird. It's like, like you're not, you don't look any different than any of these other people. I know. So I just don't I'm fit not. in here. I gotta go. I was like, damn. Okay. But, I mean, I don't. I think that what they're doing is not that different than what a lot of kids, like especially rural kids, would do. You know, they would drive out in the wood uh, somewhere out in the country, and you know, kind of park their trucks and you know, listen to metal and drink beer and i mean i'm all down with that a lot of kids did that. i'm all down with that but there was no there was like a pumpkin and like three little masks okay i'm pretty (laughs) sure i'm pretty sure wherever they're at in america they put a little (laughs) more effort to it Uh yeah i'm i'm guessing that they uh that scene was filmed in spain yeah and they just didn't have halloween stuff because you know they don't halloween's not like a spanish thing so they just maybe just didn't have halloween stuff i don't know but yeah, I mean, this is a fun one though. So this, you know, this definitely hits the theme of what we were going for this month when it comes to deadly Absolutely. creatures. And it's this is this is also to me is a category where we'll just make a horror film about anything. So we're gonna have killer <laughs> slugs, brother. All right, but the way actually, yeah. I'll give them credit though. When we when we talk a little about the director, the writer, I'll give them credit because the way that they explained it, I was like, all right, you know what, I can believe that. Okay. But we'll get into it, like, you know, with the whole mutations and pouring toxic dump in the lakes and shit. Yeah. I got it. So, <laughs> but just like every Retro Blood, we will talk our history segment of what was happening in the metal music and the pro wrestling around the release date of the particular film that we're reviewing, which is Slugs. So this one came out in the United States, February 5th. 1988, so a really fun year when it comes to pro wrestling and metal. Um, Allison, I know you found both of them, so I'll let you take it away. What do you want to start with for this week? Um, I guess let's talk about metal first. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Pop the, um, pop the cassette and the Trans Am, <laughs> brother. All right, on our way to a nuclear waste site to save the world. What are we listening to, brother? Funny that you would say cassette because um, this was printed only on cassette, as far as I can tell. Nice. Um, so I, I wanted to bring this up because this is a band that I love a lot, and this is probably the only chance I'll ever get to talk about them because almost all of their output was in the '90s, from the '90s on till today. But I'm talking about the great black metal band Dark Throne. Oh, nice. And I, yeah, are you familiar with the Dark Throne at all? Yes. Yes. Um, you know, I, I wonder if they, uh, I wonder if they have a, uh, they, they battle a lot with Dark Funeral. Um, well, ooh, that would be a good main event match. Yeah. For sure. Um, I kind of lean toward the Dark Throne a little bit more than the Dark Funeral. Dark Throne is, uh, um, I, the guys in it are pretty cool. Um, the guy Fenris that drums for them and writes all their lyrics, he has a radio show. That you for three dollars a month you can listen to, and he's always like finding new bands and stuff. It's really it's really awesome. Um, they've never, other than very early in their career, they've never played a live show, as far as I know, like never ever. There's only two of them in the band. They've never played a live show except very very early when they were teenagers, um, and they just like survive somehow. Well, they all have other jobs. Like uh, 
the singer is a is a middle school teacher and then he sings in black dark throne on the side now is there like a reason <laughs> um, they don't do any live shows i i guess they just don't want to hmm. um I, I think i mean i've never heard them say but i think it's they just don't want to play live shows um a lot of those black metal bands though you gotta understand especially those like what we would call second wave black metal, you know, not the Venom Bathory bands, but like the Mayhem era bands, like non-commercialism was like a huge thing with them. It was almost like punk rock taken to its extreme. Like they were, you know, your, 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 your music was supposed to sound like shit. It was supposed to be recorded on a cassette deck. Um, you know, that you don't play shows. You don't, you know, you print like a handful of records. You don't print a lot. Um, you know, it, it was just, it they like them like the idea of getting big in music was like the exact opposite of what any of those guys wanted supposedly. Gotcha. Um, of course, a lot of them it, once once black metal started getting popular in the world, nearly all of them started touring, you know, putting out records, recording in real studios, um, and that kind of thing. But like black uh, Dark Throne is always kind of like stuck to their guns. Um, I think they're on the same record label they've always been on, Peaceville. Um, you know, they, uh, I mean, they they just seem like, like they're really real, you know, like they're really like, like they, like they, they walk it like they talk it, which is why I've always liked that band a lot. Um, but speaking of them, like they released one of their early demos after they became, uh, Dark Throne, they used to be called Black Death and then they changed their name to Dark Throne. Um, and they used to be a death metal band before they became a black metal band. So when they became Dark Throne, they released a, a demo tape called Land of Frost. Oh, that sounds fancy. And yeah, so it does sound fancy. But um, remember the part where I was talking about how, uh, like, you know, early black metal sounds like shit. Well, this yeah. this sounds like real shit. Like it's it's barely music. Um, like we'll play it at the end of the show because there is no description for what this is. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's noise. I mean, it's, it's just basically noise. Um, like you if know, you told me they didn't know how to play their instruments, I would, I would, I would believe you. So, you know, that makes sense because <laughs> I'll, 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 every once in a while I like to go back into my memory and yeah. uh, tell you a little bit of, tell the audience a little bit of a story. So I remember mm -hmm. my first, um, my first, what do you say, like, uh, somebody showing me black metal, you know, for the first yes. time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're at my friend, uh, Ben, shout out to my friend, Ben. He's actually in a black metal band himself, Die Antichrist. Everybody go check them out. They're fantastic from Brazil. Fucking killer. Shout out to Ben. I'm Wait, they're called, they're, go they're ahead. called Die Antichrist? No, they're called Die Antichrist. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I was about to say, are they like a, are they like a Christian band? Okay, I got yeah, something it. like that. I got yeah. it. I got that correct. I but, got it. But they're awesome. They're like a black metal band, kind of like in the more you know a little more heavier side, but very very yeah. fantastic. So I was at his house, right? And they're like, they're you know, this is at the time we're all experimenting music, we're all showing each other music, and I can't remember if it was yeah. Ben or or the uh, the Bloodbeard, where they showed me, God, it, it was either Emperor or it was like Mayhem. Or it was like, mm. it could have been, I don't think it was Dark Throne because it was a live show. But right. listen, I don't know what was going on this recording, but that shit t sounded like, it just sounded like a bunch of static. Okay. It was just like static yeah. and it was just like this like weird noise. It kind of, it, it kind of reminded me like, you know, when they do those readings of Ghost 
You know, it's like something mm. like that, where it's like very staticky and stuff, and then you'll hear like yeah. weird sounds here and there. So, yeah, it's it's not unlike that, <laughs> but I mean, you can hear them hit notes on instruments, but like it's it's really like. It, and 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 it is there is a semblance of a song in it, but it's 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 rough. I mean, it's it's like I can't imagine anyone hearing that and went, "Oh yeah, I gotta have this." Yeah. Um, but they did get a lot better. Um, you know, they've released. They're still releasing records. They released one a few months ago. It was really good. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I want to talk about because I wanted to mention the Great Dark Throne because I love Dark Throne and uh, this was like the, when this movie came out, they were like right at their. Uh, at their beginnings. That's awesome. And uh, I think their music would have fit really good for this with the Black Slugs in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like Black, Black Slugs would be a really good uh, black metal band. Well, I'm surprised. Like, we got, like, similar sound effects for these slugs. More like slime. Yeah. But we could have added mm-hmm. some static with them. So. We could have. We could have. Yeah, we'd be playing I really, I that. I also like the... Where do you think we would have found that demo at? Uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't have found it unless we lived in norway but like (laughs) there's probably like local stores like here there was always like local stores that carried cassette demos of bands um and i think that um probably around 88 or a little later there was like a a pretty good network uh in norway of black metal tape traders yeah so that's probably how we would have heard it through tape trading yeah if we do the right yeah hey they gotta do the tape trading speaking of tape trading what are we yes. watching for the pro wrestling this month, this month, going on for this review? What do we got going on there, Allison? Uh, all right, so I'm going to bring this up because I found this show, and it's kind of amazing that it actually happened um, while uh, uh, the I'm, I'm pretty sure it happened the day this movie came out because I think this show was live, but I'm not sure. So the WWF um, show Saturday Night's main event, when it was broadcast in the 80s, was it live or was it taped? Or do you know? Uh, you said, oh, the, um, main event? Um... Yeah, Saturday Night's main event. Because the show acted like it was live, yeah. but that, I don't know if that's, like, real or not. You know, my, my recollection is I'm gonna go with it, it was live. Because, okay. because, you know, this is made by the same guy who made the, uh, Saturday Night Live. So, I think... Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Dick, what was his name? Dick something? No, no, uh, what was his name? If you hadn't asked me, I could have told yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> the guy that created Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, so, but the anyway, way I'll think of it in a minute. But the way they formatted um, Saturday Night's main event was very interesting, though. Like, they would put on their, I mean, we'll talk about it, but they would put on the main matches at like the first hour. And then, like, and then, like, the main event would be, like, usually just some, like, tag match or something. It's just very weird how they did it. Like, they put all their stuff to get, like, the ratings, like, right at the beginning. So. Right. So, yeah. So, that's kind of how this works. So, this this show was an hour long. Well, 49 minutes after commercials. But it, um, it was live on NBC because the Saturday Night's main event was shown... When uh, Saturday Night Live was on an off week, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the place is Saturday Night Live. So, um, this is a great show. So, it started off with um, Randy Savage, um, who beat the Honky Tonk Man via Countout. Oh. So, that was automatically a hot like show to start off with. Yeah. Um, 
but the big thing was the main event. So this show was not this that night was not called Saturday night's main event. It was called the main event. So I'm guessing it was like a special that we were looking forward that you know that for, people were supposed to look forward to. But and the reason for that is because Andre the Giant fought Hulk Hogan for the world title on free television, which in like we've talked about before, <laughs> like a big match like that yeah. was either at WrestleMania, which had just started, um, or it was you know at a show you had to buy tickets for. So showing something like that on live TV was pretty much unheard of at the time. So Andre beats Hogan. Yeah. Okay, and at this time, Andre is being managed by Ted DiBiase. Yeah. So he's part of the million-dollar whatevers. Um, so he's being managed by Ted DiBiase. So he pins Hogan. They fight. It's a pretty good match, actually. Yeah. Um, little bit, uh, there's, little bit, little bit better than their WrestleMania 3 one. On certain parts, yeah, it was better. It was better than that. There is a funny thing at the beginning of it though, where like um, Hogan's like rear, you know, he's like like pulling back and he's like punching Andre in the face, and Andre's like selling one of the punches, and he's got his hand in front of his face, and he can't see Hogan, so Hogan's like going to punch him again, but then he stops because Andre can't see the punch coming, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, but then, um, but so this match ends. So Earl Hebner's the referee, right? Uh -huh. So this match ends. With Hogan and Andre, or Andre's pinning Hogan, he gets him up in like what I guess is supposed to be a body slam, but he could barely pick him up because Andre's near the end of his career at this point, I believe. Yeah, and uh, he throws him down, he covers him up. Fast Earl case. Hebner hits one, two, and then H Hogan puts his arm up, and H and and Earl Hebner counts to three anyway. Yes. So then there's this big controversy about why. You know, he, he did he count to three? He had his arm up, and Ventura saying, "Oh no, he counted to three. Andre's the champion." Hurl Hebner grabs the belt and gives it to Andre, and then Hogan's like going to beat up Earl Hebner, and then another Earl Hebner comes in. So this is like when we first, I guess, when we first see the twins. Yes. So this what because wasn't this the start of like a big angle about how Vince McMahon like paid somebody to change his to get plastic surgery to look yes, like Earl Hebner. Kind of, yeah. So yeah. so that's the part I wanted to bring up. So this okay. So this particular show was billed as the second ever meeting on TV and stuff of Andre versus Hulk. It was like the big rematch from WrestleMania three. Like yes. this is probably this is probably the biggest Saturday night's main event they ever did because this shit got a fifteen point two yes. rating. Yes. Okay. So 15 million people watched this. Yes. So the the gimmick where you know you explain everything you know perfect, but it was actually Hulk who was like, "What happened, brother? Like, did the who paid this referee to get plastic surgery to look like this other referee oh, over okay. here? <laughs> <laughs> who played it, brother? Like, so in Hogan's mind, there is a random yeah. referee who paid to get plastic <laughs> surgery for one night." <laughs> To look like Earl Heffernan to screw him out of the belt, brother. So the big thing is it was just it was just Earl Heffernan's brother that there was his twin brother. Right. So. Which is weird, right? Yeah. Because we would... I mean, so I assume that Earl Heffernan's brother was also a referee in wrestling, but we'd never seen him before. Like, did people not know that Earl Heffernan had a twin brother that was a referee? Wow. Well, I'm trying to think back in my machine here. My husband and my brain. So, mm -hmm. like... I, so I know Earl Hefner refereed a bunch of matches. Now, if his brother, what was his brother's name? Herb? No. I was thinking it was Herb. Yeah, it was something. 
But he that I remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell. I forgot his name off the top of my head. Well, but, fine. I'll look it up while you're talking. Okay. So, you know, I'm pretty sure he did referee some matches in the F before he Dave, did this thing. Dave? Dave, that's right. Yeah, um, Dave I, Hunter, and then yeah. he has the son, right? Then he has the, the other son who was in Impact for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. So, so my recollection is he was he uh, Dave was probably doing some refereeing, but maybe on like some non you know televised matches. And then you know mm-hmm. it, if he did, like nobody's gonna notice. You know, it's just a fucking referee. Oh, true. So they probably just re- realized like, oh shit, look, these two look like fucking twins. So let's just send him out there and pretend like he screwed Hogan. To get him off the belt so they can further the storyline. And the storyline basically was, you know, like it was a feud going on like this time versus Hawk and Million Dollar Man. But they did bring in Andre to kind of like beat Hogan and gifted D- uh, Ted DiBiase the belt. Um, yes. But then, you know, so, it didn't even last that long to do that too. Yeah. So basically what happened was at the end of the show... Um, well, not the very end, but like after yeah. that, Andre g- give gives the belt. He he says, "I turned the belt over to Ted DiBiase." Yeah. So, but then they vacate the title because the WWF says that the WWE title or the WWF title cannot be sold. Yes. So they vacate it, and that leads into um the, the main event of yes for WrestleMania four. Yeah, the big tournament. For WrestleMania for you, so yeah, so big in, being a and like, this is the time where I believe that Hulk Hogan he was filming, he was about to be filming a movie, and mm-hmm. I don't it, what movie was it? Was it Godly? But I bet it wasn't good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was one of the. Did he do like a nanny movie or something? Not that early, surely he no. might have been filming. Uh, when did they do the one with Zeus in it? <sighs> He might no, I don't think he's filming that. He might have been filming that. Let me let me look that up. Let's see. Hulk Hogan. Let's see. Hulk Hogan's filmography. Yeah, brother. Let's see. Because I know he's filming. 1989. No Holes Bar. No Holes Bar. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that had to be it. So yeah, he was filming that. That's not the one with Zeus. That is. That is. I just I just uh, didn't realize when they made it. But yeah, he was probably filming that, and that's why they had the tournament to crown the, uh, the the champion, which ended up being Randy Savage. Uh, that's how we started the whole Randy Savage era, and then I would leave in the WrestleMania yeah. five with Hog versus Savage. The superpowers collide. But yeah, the, this particular show, I mean, fuck, like you, I mean this this, I mean a five point four rating, like you do, yeah. you do barely see that at all for anything now, you know, for like one event at, at least, you know, maybe like yeah, Super Bowls is- and stuff. Yeah, this was on like free TV too. Like anybody yeah. that had an antenna could watch this. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that you know, in the Wayback Machine, when we're going, you know, back in 1988, we would be like, "Look, we got to go watch Slugs early, yeah, so we can get home and watch the main event because we cannot miss this." Yeah, and it fucking Slug. I, be, I, I put that shit on the back burner. I mean, that shit would have been probably the next day oh. or something. Nah, we could go see it early. We go see it. I mean, I don't think the show aired until very late at night after the news. So we could yeah. we could just watch it. You know, we could go watch it at you know six or seven o'clock and get home and time to watch the main event. Um, but there was something else I was going to say about. It. Oh yeah, so the show actually ends, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, in the middle of a match. Um, so it ends with uh, 
uh, Bret Hart and uh, Jim Neidhart fighting uh, in a tag team battle, which is kind of weird that they went off the air with Bret Hart. Of course, it was it's 1988. He wasn't yeah. the Bret Hart he would become. But, you know, they have two stars in the ring, and they're like, oh, we're out of time. Yeah, with Strike Force. Yeah, with Strike versus Strike Force, yes. But, you know, like I was saying, like um, the the way they formatted Saturday Night's main event, they put all their hot angles at the beginning, and they put all, like, mm-hmm. just the regular matches for the crowd at the end. So it's a very different format than you would see, like, nowadays, where they kind of, like, they do, like, a hot angle at the beginning, and they kind of, yeah. like, fade off a little bit until the end sometimes. But, you know, because of here, they 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 wanted to structure it where you get all your ratings at the beginning of of the yes. of the show. So yeah. if it fades off at the and end, I it just, doesn't matter. Right, it, right, exactly. And I just thought Lorne Michaels is the guy you're trying to think of that created Saturday Night Live. There we go, yes. There yes, we go. it just came to me. So, but yeah, I mean, phew, boy. <laughs> like, that show... I mean, that, that's one that's been talked about in wrestling lore for a long time. So anybody who hasn't seen it, I'm pretty sure you can find that one on the Peacock. Yep. Uh, watch it because, I mean, you talk about a hot angle. Like, I mean, this is like peak, like, WWF, like, angles right here. Especially because, you know, Hulk Hogan was like, he, he was he was holding on to that championship hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't lose that thing. You know, he was going all the way almost until 1985 to about... 1988 not losing the belt you know yeah um and then you know then on this random you know saturday night like saturday night uh, main event show he lost the belt to vicious means from the from uh, andre and ted dibiase and some referee who got some plastic surgery so just i'm trying to think like you know what 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 would you think allison of that angle that happened you know let's say we're watching it right let's say we got a cup of beers okay yeah we got ourselves some uh, some 1988 uh, uh, pizza. Hopefully, it doesn't have any slugs on it. Hopefully, it's not as mm. stale as that first pizza that we see in this movie. And we're sitting there. Mm. We're watching this angle. And then Hulk Hogan is telling us that there's a referee mm. who paid to get plastic surgery to look like this other referee to screw him out of the belt. What would be, what would be your uh, uh, wrestling meter? What would it be like? Oh man! I, at the time, I would be, I would probably be like, uh, I would be like livid. You know, I would be, I'd probably be a total Hulkamaniac if I were uh, able to watch WWF in the in the time. You think I, so? I, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't I think, think so. I would be. Yeah, I don't think you would. No, be. you don't. Th- you think I'd be? You think I'd be all for the heels? You think I'd be on yeah. the DiBiase side? Yeah. No, well, the thing is, so first of all, I already know how this would go. All right. Yeah. I'd bring you over to the place. You'd be like, "What are we watching? We're watching the F." You're like, fuck, no, I don't want to watch that shit. I was like, okay, let's just watch it, though. It's going to be a big match. It's Hulk Hogan and Andre. It's like, okay. It's going to be good. You're like, okay, I like Andre. That's what you would say. So we're watching okay, shit, and shit. Hogan gets screwed. You're like, fuck, yeah, I hate that I hate that bitch. I was like, damn. <laughs> I love Hulk Hogan. He's great. He's like, no, nah, he's too good at two shits. Come on, Allison. You always like like the, uh, you, you'd, be, you'd be more liking the heels, I'm pretty sure. Uh, now, mm-hmm. for sure, but I don't no. know if I would be then. But, I mean, you might be right. But you know, it's kind of like um, you know we're gonna, you know, we, we'll, you know, we, yeah, right. We probably would be on opposite sides, like we are on a lot of things. But um, gotta have that balance. Know, we're there, kind right? of on the opposite. We're on the opposite side of the uh, CM Punk thing. Oh, I can't you wait know, for that show. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're team. We're going to uh, 
going to the cl- seventh episode of Collision, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, fourth, fourth row ringside. I think I got the that. Uh, will be there. I th- yeah, yeah, the retro bar will be there, buddy. Live. Hope you would be on camera. That'd be yep. awesome. But that um, would be awesome. I think I still got Make my CM Punk. Sign. I think I still got my CM Punk bright yellow T-shirt. Your WWE one? Yeah, the WWE one. I still. I think. I think I yeah. still got it. Maybe I'll wear that one. <laughs> You should pit. wear that. I'm sure he would appreciate you wearing you uh, wearing the E stuff, but whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my elite shirt because like I'm 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 team elite. So like, there you go. I wear my punk one. There you go. But uh, they're fighting um, Bullet Club on the first episode, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, should be fun. But um, but yeah, I mean everybody, like I said, if you haven't checked out this particular show, go yeah, to the Peacock, February fifth, nineteen eighty eight. I mean, I mean, you have a great opening match between Randy Savage and the Honky Tonk Man. Even though I'm not big of a fan of Honky Tonk Man, but Randy Savage can usually get a good match out of anybody. And he yeah. just got like one of the most hottest angles, and that the WWF have done in the '80s. So huge show, definitely uh, in wrestling lore. So yeah, I mean, there's it, it's almost too much to say about this show of how important it was. I mean. That yeah, rating right there, really I mean, that rating right there just tells you how hot the WWF was in the later part of the 80s. So, I mean, fuck. <laughs> the golden era, brother, is strong right now. Speaking of the golden era, let's talk a little bit about who booked this shit, brother. For Slugs. Yeah. Slugs the movie. I like how it's, I actually said that. It said Slugs the movie. And I'm pretty... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. And then what? What's the? Uh, how do you say? How, you know, my my uh, translation sucks. All right, but how do you say the uh, the the Spanish name of this? Uh, it was called Slugs Muerte Viscosa, which means yes. slimy death. Oh, slimy death, brother! There you go. Mm. So this is a English language Spanish horror film. Yeah, and it was based upon the book. <laughs> Slugs, brother. Slugs. Now, Allison, which I did not, I have not read this. I have not read. Say, slugs. say what now? You didn't, you didn't read I have the not book. Read slugs. I no, I didn't. Re- I didn't have time to read. I the mean, book. just think of all the shit we would have learned in the book. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Maybe we would have figured out why or how David got his health inspector job to begin with in the book, brother. Maybe I know that the book takes place in England, so I think that the story is a little bit different. Well, that's very well. We do have an English guy. Oh, that's true. We do have an English guy because this movie oh. has a bug doctor in it. Yeah, just like bug. the last movie. Yeah, a bug exactly. scientist. Yeah. yeah, there was the there was a, there was some similarities between the blue monkey and the slugs. You know, <laughs> when it comes to certain this things, this movie's a lot better. Though. We we had a couple of greenhouses. You know what I mean? So, but uh, this one was a uh, directed by uh, Guan Simon. All right. And he is obviously a Spanish film director, best known for directing two cult classic horror films. This motherfucker did Pieces. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I forgot about that one. This guy did the Pieces. Yeah, we did Pieces. Yeah, we did Pieces on the show. Yeah. So everybody took him out in the archive. I mean, fuck, bro. That Pieces movie was great. Now, I'm trying to see if this was the same Pieces that we did, though. This might be a different one because this Is one. It, yeah, surely it was, right? No, I think this one's a different one. No, it's the same movie. No, it's the same movie. It is? Let me see. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. 
The plot follows an unknown assailant killing female students at a college campus in Boston. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's the same movie. Gotcha, gotcha. I think the, the, some of the Spanish stuff is getting me. Yes, the, the night has 1,000 screams, brother. Yeah, that's what it was called in Spain. Yes. But we call it pieces because like the tagline for the United States says it's exactly what you think it is. Yes. So, but that's a great movie. Everybody check it out in the archives, everybody. Pieces. So, this, not only did he do Pieces, but he also did Slugs, the movie, brother. And that's pretty Yeah, he's much actually it. made... Go ahead. I was going to say, he's actually made quite a few good good movies. Um, he made, um, which probably I, I'm the only person that's ever seen, but he made uh, The Pod People from not, the year after Pieces. Okay, nice. Um, he made a movie called Journey to the Center of the Earth in the 70s, which I really liked when I was a kid. Um he made this movie in the 90s called Cthulhu Mansion, which is really good based on the Cthulhu mytho- mythos. Um, yeah, those are the ones I can think of. So yeah. he's made some good movies. I yeah. mean, he's a good horror director. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. I mean, when it comes to the you know stuff going on, plots and everything, you know, it's very creative. I'll give him that. Very creative. Yeah. yeah. So, so this film, it... Like we said, we opened in it opened in the United States on February fifth, nineteen eighty eight. Um, so the the box office, the film flopped at the mm. U.S. box office. I don't, I don't, I have no idea why. Um, it opened in seven theaters in the United States and grossed fifteen thousand eight hundred forty two in its opening weekend. Yeah, well, that's why because it only opened in seven theaters. I wonder if we would have been at one of the theaters that it opened up at. Maybe awesome. who knows? I would I would have saw it though. I would have been yeah, like this movie. Are you telling me? I'd have been like you telling me there's some slugs in their killer. I gotta mm. watch this shit. What's going yeah. on with it? Yeah, you. How could you? How could you miss this? It did win an award for special effects too. Yes, the 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 which Goya award? Yeah. The Goya award. Yeah, which yes. I think it's a Spanish award for special effects, like a Spanish. Um, Academy Award or whatever. Yes. I mean, I thought the special effects in this were great. Like, I'm not even yeah. really sure how they did them. Like, the slugs look fantastic. I have they no did. idea how they did that. Yeah, the effects look really good. And I wouldn't say all the blood looked the best because it did kind of look like that, like, uh, that, like, paste, pasty red blood yeah. that a lot of Italian films yeah. like to use. But, you know, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't horrible. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like um, another thing too is like so. Apparently, this film was uh, distribu- distributed by New World Pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck, man! Like it's a. I feel like half the movies we watch are like produced by New World Pictures or New World Pictures. Yeah, New World Entertainment. I mean, fuck, they did like everything. It was crazy. Yeah, because they love they love to put out those cheap horror movies. Yeah, just make any kind of profit on there. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't find like a whole lot about it. You know, obviously, this part of the film was uh, filmed in Spain as well. Um, we're mostly, yes, we're sometimes. Mostly, yeah, we're using some American actors and we're using some uh, 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 Spain actors as well too. So it's a little bit of a mix. Um, but I would say, like, uh, you know, sometimes the, in the same scene. Did you read that thing where like? Um, all the Spanish actors were filmed in Spain, yeah, and all the American actors were filmed in, in America. Yes, but like sometimes they'll be in the same scene talking to each other, but they're clearly not in the same room. Yes, I noticed that yeah. right when it was like David <laughs> and Don were talking to Don's wife. Like you could yeah. tell, like I was like, wait a minute, they're just like fucking splicing this shit <laughs> they're, in. They're not even the same house. They're not even the same fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you got to do what you got to do, brother, to get the movie made, man. That's true. They have a cool-looking poster, too. It's like... Oh, it's so good. David's yeah. face on, like, a skull mm. with a slug on it, and it has, like, vertebrae. And... Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It looks great. Yeah, it has a great logo. This would be, like, a really good, like, heavy metal T-shirt. Yeah. If somebody would steal the slugs poster and make a... Make a movie. It does look like good. Maybe Dark Throne should. Have, well, no, they're a little bit more. They're more the the gothic style. But yeah, this one definitely yeah. be a good like death metal shirt. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, I just find like a whole lot of stuff about the movie, but it it, it definitely is uh, uh, an interesting one, which we will we will get into because there is a lot to talk about when it comes to the full review of this movie. But everybody, let's get into slugs. It all began in a peaceful community, a place that had never known evil until now. But 20 years ago, in the stillness beneath these waters, something happened. And now, its deadly spawn has been released. Coming up from the depths, out into the light. Slugs. First, they got into the water system. Now, they'll get into your system. Oh, my God! They ooze. There's something down there that's killing people. They slime. We got a new dead body showing up every ten minutes. They kill. We're dealing with a mutant form of slug here, a kind that eats meat. It has three or four rows of teeth. Don't turn on the tap. <laughs> Don't go in the basement. No, get out of it! Steer clear of the sewers. And whatever you do, don't make out while your parents aren't home. Slugs. It may be the most shocking movie you will ever see. Slugs. Alright, so we start off the movie and we're at the lake. I mean, mm-hmm. we're starting off this movie hot. Like there's no inter- oh, yeah. there's no there's no introduction. No, we're just boom right here. So we're at the lake. We see a, a, a younger blonde and this dude named Howard and like the girl is complaining about like what are we doing here? Like you, you tricked me to go fishing. <laughs> Alright? And this guy's like we're like, this is what we're doing, we're fishing. And he's on like a boat that doesn't have a mm-hmm. motor on it. Nope. So they just like paddled their way to there. And so like this guy's like this guy Howard, he's like fishing. And then this blonde girl just like randomly takes off her pants. And she's like in her panties. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so we're getting the eighteen to thirty-four male demographic. We're getting that. We're trying to get that yep. going. I got you. Yep, right off the bat. So he first of all, and then the okay, the dub voices for these two, like I don't know where they found them, but like I have I, I, <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like I can't even do his voice. The, the fucking guy they had to do Howard. He's like, "Whoa, I'm gonna go in the lake!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so he like gets drowned awesome. in the lake. He's like, "Ow!" And he goes in the lake, and she's like, <laughs> and then the girl's like, "Stop playing with me! I don't don't be playing with me." She's saying all this stuff with the like a sweater and panties on, right? And she thinks this Howard guy is playing with her, and eventually we see the old uh, blood coming up from the water. 
so yeah so then we, we, we she screams and we cut and then we actually get an intro for Slugs the movie okay mm-hmm. that was a pretty yeah. interesting scene opening scene yeah so. it got you interested right so you got a girl with her pants off yeah and then something in the water killed this guy yeah. I'm hooked already yeah and his fucking voice oh he's like yeah. the funny mm-hmm. <laughs> just his like the dub voice he had boy that was <laughs> uh that got me so after the intro, we have these kids, which we find out one of them is named um, uh, 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 oh boy, I think his name is Bradley. I could be wrong, but we'll go back to that. It's like the, we, we we'll meet him later, but he screams at like this older drunk guy, all right, and he got drunk guy falls down, and uh, the dog comes up to him. He's like, oh yeah, those kids were trying to get onto me, but they didn't get me. So he's basically like the town drunk. So he tries to go back into his house, but the dog refuses to go in there. And he can't really tell why at first. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, hey, you know, stay out here if you don't think my house is clean enough for you, dog. So he goes in there, he starts walking around, and eventually he eats an old pizza laying around. And like I think we've all been guilty of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Leave yeah. pizza out for a couple of days, bite it, and you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Nope. That's still so that's what he did. He bought this old pizza and he's like regretting it. So he just takes the pizza box and throws it down to his basement. This is where we see a bunch of slugs everywhere. And these slugs are all like, you know, huge pretty much. Like big giant yeah, slugs. Kinda, yeah, yeah they're, well, they're not giant, but I mean, they're big slugs. But you make it sound like they're like, you know, gigantic. But they're, I mean, they're, they're just big, big slugs, but they're still like slug sized. Yeah. And they're, they're black. Yeah, the black ones, yes. So after he's doing all this, uh, he eventually sleeps, uh, goes to lay down on his couch, and then we can hear him scream. And I did put in my notes that I don't know where they found this house, but they're trying to rip off the Myers house. Because mm-hmm. it kind of had that little feel a little bit. So here's when I figured out, oh, wait a minute, this movie is dubbed. We're, we're in like a restaurant setting. Okay, yeah. and we're meeting some of our main cast of the movie. So we're our main uh, uh, hero of the film is going to be this dude named Mike Brady. Okay, and he has a wife, Ken Brady. All right, and Mike is a health inspector guy. Mm-hmm. And yep. they are talking with uh, two of their friends. Um, it's going to be Frank Phillips. And it's going to be, um, uh, actually, no, no, they're talking about the two, two of their friends. One of them is going to be uh, uh, David, all right, who is like this attorney guy. And he's going to have his, uh, uh, his wife there who is a, I'm guessing, is a stay-at-home wife who likes to party. So the big thing is uh, David's wife, is, she wants to dance, all right? But then, like, nobody at, like, the table wants to, like, dance or move. And I was feeling like, I feel you, girl. I've been out there before, too. I got a bunch of friends. They'll just sit in the back and mope the whole time. They don't want to go out there and have fun. All right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So yeah. they all don't want to do that. So now Mike and uh, Mike and Kim have to leave. So they live. And this is when we meet another couple. This is when we meet Don. And apparently Don, if I get the, let me, the guy, let me get, I got this correct, Allison. He is like a sewer manager or something like that. Like he takes care of like the sewers, right? 
I think so. Yeah. So I yeah. think what he does is he's like the, I guess sewer manager is a good thing. He, he like plans when they have to like maintain the sewers. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like the big planner of that. We meet his wife, which is like, you know, I don't know if she was Russian or was she was Spanish. She's probably Spanish or something. <clears throat> and she, she eventually, she calls like, uh, uh, Kim, some sort of like, uh, a bitch devil. And Kim was like, kind of like throwing back about it. She's like, no, that's just my kids call you. Cause they're in, they're in your class and they laugh about it. And I was like, that was the most awkward thing when you meet somebody. Hey, you teach my kids and my kids call you a bitch. Well, fuck. Okay. Nice to meet you too. I was like, damn. Yeah. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that was supposed to be funny. Like I guess. that was supposed to be like humor, I guess. I don't know. So it's very interesting. So, so basically, they have to leave too because Mike has to be up early because he's going to be meet, meeting the sheriff to do some inspections. So, and now, and then, like, so Mike and Don are kind of like they're like friend, they're like colleagues and friends and stuff. So they'll be they'll be meeting up later. So this is when we get we cut to a scene after this where we see a little bit of. Um, we see the uh, Kim, and she's basically in lingerie, and mm-hmm. she's like talking about, you know, like, hey, don't you know I'm like the wicked witch bitch in here? <laughs> and they start making out a little bit, so you can, they're just doing normal married couple stuff. So then we cut to a scene where Mike, he's going to the sheriff, sheriff's office, office, and he mm-hmm. got there at 8.02, and the sheriff is pissed because it's he's two minutes late. He doesn't want to waste his whole day getting drunk people out of their houses because that's what they're there to do. So I guess when you get right. like, so let me get it straight. So if you evict somebody, have they bring like the health inspector along or something? No, I have no idea why the health inspector's there. I don't think yeah. so. So maybe I don't think you even. Yeah, I don't know if you even. I guess you do. I guess if if you're like on the day that somebody's being evicted, I guess the sheriff does come and get you get you out. But. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know why the I don't know why the health inspector is going. I mean, maybe it's just to inspect the the house that the living conditions that that drunk guy was in. I wasn't really sure about this part, but yeah, maybe, maybe somebody out there that has a dedicated podcast to slugs and only slugs can let us know. So after this, um, the uh, the they go to the that original drunk guy's house. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're in there. They can't get the door open. Well, actually, before this, there was a weird scene where like the sheriff really doesn't want to be there with the the health inspector Mike guy, and it was like likewise. And all I could notice is like when the Mike lits up his cigarette, his window is down, and then we we cut mm-hmm. back to the sheriff and his window is up. Yes. And then he throws it out with his window still being up. <laughs> But, like, it was supposed to be... It's just the way it was filmed. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. That's the only thing I noticed right. out of this whole scene. They're just bickering back and forth. So they get to the drunk guy's house. They try to knock on the door. He's not answering. So they go in there. They inspect his house. And they, you know, trash everywhere. Looks like shit everywhere and stuff. And then they eventually see his ass pretty much, like, eaten. You know, his face is all yeah. moldy and shit. His fucking... Skins out of him. Basically, those slugs are, I guess, absorbed him in a way. So, kind of like, it looked like they skinned him. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, those look like they skinned him. Mm-hmm. So, they start freaking out a little it, bit. Um, there was, like, a junior detective. 
where he he was getting calls about slugs in like different parts, you know, people's houses and stuff. But he was there and he was like freaking out a little bit about it. And the sheriff was just telling him like to get out of my sight and you know go get the ambulance and stuff. So they they put him they put the uh, the drunk guy in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. So after all this is happening and they, they just can't believe like you know what's going on. So you know Mike and Mike and uh, the sheriff are trying to like brainstorm a little bit and then Mike the only thing he could think of it was just some big rats that got him. So then we have Mike, he's in his office, and he gets a call from a woman about her, her she has like super complaints. And Mike, this is when he, like, you, you could tell, he does, he's like, why, why is she calling me? What do I got to do anything with it? She's like, she's, she's calling you right now, and you got to take care of her and stuff. He's like, okay, just send her through. And then she's all bitching at him and stuff. He's like, okay, I'll be there in a second. So Mike shows up, he meets the uh, super technician out there. And they they go up to the lady's door, and the lady she is basic she's basically a Karen, you know, nineteen eighty eight Karen, mm-hmm. and she is complaining that there are some nasty smells going through her house, and she believes it's from the sewer. So, so now they uh, the the guy in the suit goes down there, and he starts to to uh, to investigate the sewer, and I guess in the drain that was by uh, the Karen girl's house. There was a bunch of like dead, like, uh, like there's a, I swear, it looks like there was a hand. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it was like chickens and stuff. There's a bunch of body parts that came out of that little. Did you see what that was? Was it like body? I know I, it was I, body parts, but I, I couldn't really tell. It looked like body parts, yeah. But it was weird because I don't, I, one of them looked like a hand, but I'm pretty yeah. sure if it was a hand, this guy would have been like, they would have been more like investigating on it. Because this yeah, guy, he would think so, yeah. Yeah, so this guy just pulls a bunch of shit out. He tries to grab it, then someone grabs him back. They go tug of war mm-hmm. back and forth, and he just goes up, and then that's the last we hear about that. So now we're, we're we cut back to Mike Mike's wife, and she is teaching uh, the kids Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. All right, and I think she asked a couple of the kids. One of them was named Donna, which will meet her yes. here in a little bit, and she was asking her some questions. And then eventually the class leads, and they, and then she ends up calling her the wicked bitch, because <laughs> because the Kim gave her homework, so now she's the wicked bitch because she got homework. Yeah, yeah, because you know homework's terrible. So this is just like a little but, break. Yeah. Everybody's going out to lunch. Hmm. So we have Donna, and she kisses uh, the the long haired dude, like her boyfriend guy, the guy from earlier who like almost ran over the drunk. And his name, yeah. uh, not escaping me anymore, his name is Bob. Bob, yes. So Bob kind of looks like a young uh, uh, Fabio in training. <laughs> Do I got that right? Uh, I, I can see where you're going with that. For all my American Horror Story fans, he looks like a Ryan Murphy special. Okay. If you all I got don't watch that show, so I'll take your word for it. Y'all my, my, y- know what I'm talking about. My peeps out there, they know what I'm talking about. I did, I did like the uh, Romeo and Juliet lesson. Yeah, I mean that that related like, that related to this movie perfectly. Exactly, where she's like, um, "What do you think Romeo and Juliet could have done to make their situation end better, or something like that?" Yeah. And then the girl's like, "Maybe they could have got their parents to talk about it." And I'm like, "Okay, 
Yeah. I don't think you understand this story at all. But anyway. Don't understand nothing. On to slugs. So, so now Mike is picking up um, Kim, and they're going to lunch, mm-hmm. and they, they, they had to do like a quick lunch because Mike has to go and inspect a couple houses after this. Because mm-hmm. I guess... I mean, I guess that's what they do. They just inspect shit, make sure everything is up, well, up to date. I think it's weird. Like, they do call him a health inspector, but I didn't know health inspectors inspected houses. Like, usually they expect restaurants and things like that. Well, this guy does it all. all he right? does it all. You're right. And that small town brother. That's what you got to do. So, the guy, also to that drunk guy, his name is Ron Bell, by the way. So now uh, they're going to get something to eat really quickly. And now we have, so we have like these kids, right? They're all like hanging out at the, like this diner. And mm-hmm. it was our girl Donner from earlier. It was Bob. And we had this other looking dude. His name is Ben. Okay. And there's this other chick. I didn't get her name. But bro, this Bob and this Bob and Ben, bro, you talk about 80s. <laughs> these guys. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah, we got both. We got we got a mullet '80s and we got a long hair Fabio oh. '80s, brother. It was perfect. I well, mullet it. '80s was great. Yeah, the mullet, mullet '80s, 80s too. Yeah, So they're all talking about. So this one girl, like her whole purpose of this movie is to think that there's a goat killer out here. <laughs> I love that. I just loved it. The goat killer. Yes. So that's her so, purpose so in the movie. She believes there's a goat that's killing people in the town. And that's who killed Ron. Ron Bell was a goat killer. And then they all. And then we. Then we cut to another table where like this kid who has like a potty mouth. He's saying like "fucking bitch" every second. I was like, "Damn, okay." And he's trying to invite um, this other girl that we meet. Uh, I think her name is Pam. They're trying to invite Pam to go to their Halloween party. So at first, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Anytime there's a Halloween party in an '80s movie, I get very excited. No, oh, yeah, yeah. You had high, too high expectations for this. Bro, I did because you know my <laughs> my favorite horror movies all involve at least one Halloween party. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and the shitty thing is, it took yeah. almost another hour before you actually got to see the spe- to the, see the uh, that's Halloween what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I, I to be honest with you, like, and to be honest, with you, I don't know why this was in here. Like, it did not even need <laughs> to be know. in this movie at all. Well, it, you're right, and then the scene that happens. So the girl you're talking about is the girl that falls into the thing yeah. at the end of the Halloween party, right? Yeah, what? thanks for spoiling it, brother. Oh, well, was, I mean, okay, come on, I guess bro. we'll talk about it when we get there. Because I can't <laughs> figure out why that whole scene is even in the movie either, other than to have her fall into the thing. That's a weird scene, to too. Wait till we get there. Yeah, we'll talk We'll talk about it. Um, so at first, you know, the parents, she doesn't want to go because she has to study. And then that potty mouth guy says, oh, from that wicked bitch. They ain't gonna let you stop from partying, and then she agrees to go to the party. Oh. Yeah. So now we have, um, so now we have like this like older lady, and she is like she she's taking care of a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's like spraying all these. You know, she basically it reminded me of that greenhouse from the movie we did last week, Blue Monkey. Yeah, I know. We have two greenhouses at once, brother. I was like, oh boy, here we go. And yeah, this, this made this made me scared of greenhouses. Like I don't even want to go into a greenhouse now. Especially I mean, like, what happened with movie, this. Yeah. yeah. Especially what happened exactly. with this one. So exactly. like they're in this greenhouse, and I'm not gonna lie, this guy, like her husband Harold, he was fantastic. He was my favorite character in this movie. 
because I can relate to this Harold guy perfectly. And here's why. So his 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 wife is making him do a bunch of shit he doesn't want to do. But he doesn't want to hear her nagging. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like spraying yeah, can, the leaves. I can see how that re- you can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm out here, you know, I'm gonna just pretend I'm on Harold. So I'm out here spraying this fucking green shit that I didn't even want in the first place. All right. right. It's not my fault there's a bunch of slugs on here. All right. So yeah. it was like trying to get him off and she's bitching at me the whole time. And I'm just like, well, fine, I got it. Don't worry, just get out of here. She's like, well, she just keeps bitching at me. So I was like, don't worry about it. I got it. You know, just get out of here. And I, I explained to her, it's a bunch of fucking slug eggs and shit. And I'll take care of it. So, <laughs> so then during this though, we have the, uh, the party lady, like David's wife. She is, uh, getting some lettuce out and it looks like she might be like trying to cook dinner, but she just gets the lettuce out, but we can see the lettuce moving. So obviously there's a slug in the lettuce. Because, you yes. know, we'll, we will get a history lesson of slugs later from our boy. But, you know, yeah. obviously let uh, slugs and creatures like that, they are uh, they like to eat uh, lettuce and shit like that. Yeah, this this scene freaked me out a little bit. I, I can't lie. Yeah. That, I was okay. eating salad. Yes. I was, I'd made a salad for dinner while I was watching this. <laughs> oh, and uh, she's, and she's like cutting up oh. the lettuce with the slug in it. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Oh, my God. Bowl. Bro, what? Talk about timing. <laughs> that shit was fucking perfect. <laughs> Oh my god! I was thinking that too. Like that was that was pretty nasty, especially when she was cutting that shit up. So yeah. And now, like, so like before she does a little bit of that though, like she doesn't like cut the lettuce right away. She like goes into her living room. She th- she drinks and then listens to weird noises. So she listens to like Dark Dark Throne. Maybe she's li- maybe she got the EP maybe before she, we did because maybe she, was she did. To, like, maybe she weird... got the Dark Throne demo. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, she kind of like a you know, I mean, hey, you never know, you know got it imported you know pop it in it, it was a bunch of random yeah. noises it, true true so we're back at the greenhouse okay and my boy harold okay i had to write these lines down because i was like feeling him so harold is uh he's like he's like <laughs> he's like and he says all his, all under his breath he's like yes like women never fucking leave you alone all right he's all like she fucking looks like her mother every day I was like, "Fuck, bro! You, this guy. What? Why? Why couldn't we have him the star? Okay, this guy was perfect." And then while he's like bitching about like doing other shit, the wife is like, um, like cleaning. And then like I'm not. So I was too busy writing these notes, and I didn't really want to go back a little bit. So I assume that a slug got into his glove. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So a slug got into his glove, and it was eating him. And this guy, you never seen anybody freak out as much as this guy did. I mean, this like, guy had the biggest overreaction <laughs> to this to this event that I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, I mean, this whole part was my favorite scene of the movie. So this guy freaks out. All right, just he cannot handle this fucking slug in his glove. He's freaking out, banging his hand against everything. It's like it feels like his yeah. hand got a, like 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 uh, possessed, like Ash's hand. I was did. gonna say it was yeah. exactly like uh, this, like Ash's hand in Evil Dead Two. Yeah. But he's yeah. but it's like well the slug is biting his hand yeah but still like like and he can't get he it can't off just somehow pull the glove, he can't just pull the glove off well it's stuck or apparently. he can't even or he or he can't cut the glove off yeah no well he like, tried no no but, he tried but, to but so like okay. basically what happened was he he was messing around he like knocks off some like nit- nitric oxane or something you know some crazy shit you put in a greenhouse. 
and he tries to grab some scissors. Oh, he yeah. tries to cut off the glove, but it doesn't really work. And then he just falls into one of the shelves, and it falls on him. And then, like, somehow, like, uh, all this is going on. He finds an axe, and he tries to chop off his hand like fucking Evil Dead. And he's trying right, to scream yeah. out to his wife, but his wife's too busy smoking a cigarette and vacuuming shit. Her name is the Jean, house, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Because he's, he's screaming, Jean! Yeah, Jean! can't hear him. Jean! But yeah, so like, he's, like, so like he gets, so I guess the slug's biting him, or the slug is biting him, and he's like trying to get the glove off, but then of course he knocks over this chemical, yeah. which is like flammable. Yep. Yeah. It's just like this strange, like, circumstances of yeah. events that happen in a row. And then he, like, cuts his hand off because that's your logical, uh, it, you can't just go to the hospital or something because something's biting you. Like, how could he even know what's in there? It's just the pain in his hand. Yeah. You know, and he's, but then he decides to cut his hand off. And then, like, all the chemicals start, like, smoking. And then, of course, there's an open gas can in there that, that sets on fire yeah. and, and yeah. Jean, uh, before all the places pretty much blows up, Jean comes in there. She just, like, walks in, screams, and then the whole place just blows up. Right. So, like, the moral of the story is don't have a greenhouse in 1980s because that shit just no. goes wrong. Yeah, I was absolutely terrified of greenhouses now. Yeah, I know. Like, of all places, like... Oof. Ugh. Okay. So... After all this happens, the, the 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 greenhouse blows up. Now Mike is now meeting with his wife Kim, mm-hmm. and they're at their house. And then the wife uh, tells, uh, you know, Kim. She tells Mike about, "Hey, I, did you hear about what happened to Harold and Jean?" He's like, "No, no I haven't heard." It's like, "Okay, well, you know, they died and everything, so they're kind of upset because they're a nice couple." She's like, "Yeah, she was." Yeah, the greenhouse blew up. Yeah, the greenhouse just blew <laughs> up. It's like, oh fuck, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, so now she's working on her garden, and Mike knows that there's some like slime trails on there. She's like, "Yeah, I'm not really Uh-oh. sure why, but it's from the, these fucking uh, these slugs and stuff." And he's like, "Oh, that's kind of weird because like all the houses I inspected today, they all had the same kind of s- slime trail on them." And so he tries to go touch one of the sl- slugs, and it bites him. And he's all like, "Wait a minute! I don't think slugs are supposed to like bite you and shit." So he puts them oh. in a jar and stuff. He's like, this is weird. And then, of course, Kim, with one of my favorite lines in the movie, she's like, oh, well, hey, I got an English friend <laughs> who conveniently has a lab <laughs> and who conveniently knows all the, everything about it's slugs. And I was just thinking, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where have I heard that minute. before? Oh, yeah, I know where I heard that before. That was last week in fucking Blue Monkey where that in other Blue girl yeah. had a fucking bug friend. So apparently, yeah, now, have, now she has a slug friend. Yeah. So apparently, in bug movies, horror movies, we have to have a person who knows somebody, okay, that knows how to do bug well, yeah, shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How else would we know? How yeah. you know how to combat these uh, bugs and things? Yeah. If we didn't have like a, our, if we didn't have a friendly expert tell us it happened to be in our town, yes. from another country. Yes, exactly. And I, I like it. Was just like English, my English friend. So all I put in my <laughs> lo- all I put in my notes when I saw the dude was English friend. <laughs> but his name is uh, his name is John Foley. So we have Foley is mm-hmm. the uh, English expert guy. Yes. So now, um, so the, the so before they go visit the English friend, the David's wife, the blonde girl, she wakes up from the car horn. She's like, "Oh shit, I fell asleep." So she forgot to cook the dinner. So now this is when Uh-oh. she gets the the scene where she's cutting the fucking slug inside the lettuce. Inside the lettuce. Yeah. Ugh. Some fucking weird shit. 
So David comes home. He wants some dinner. All right. And she's like, oh, maybe we'll eat light tonight. He's like, well, I was hoping for a fucking steak. And she's like, well, no, I just got some salad. Well, and I was like, fuck, man. Like, this movie I fell just... asleep and... <laughs> yeah, this fell fucking... asleep and didn't make the steak. So I, was like, I guess this... we're having salad. I was like, bro, this movie's hitting... Hitting, hit, hitting me in the uh, in the real life there, brother. Okay, <laughs> I don't get no steak dinner either. I feel you, David. I actually kind of feel bad for this David character. We'll talk about him. All yeah. right. So, so then they start talking dirty to each other with like dessert feelings, and he just wants some wild, abd- uh, uh, what is it called? Wild abderbs. Yes. I was like, okay, I can. Okay, yeah, I get you, David, over here. You trying to do some yeah. of that flirty food talk? I got you. Just a little bit of innuendo hmm. there. So Mike and Kim, they go to the English friend. His name is Foley. We're gonna call him Foley. Yeah, Foley. So they ask they ask him about slugs and shit. And this guy's like super British. All right. Even though, like, okay, so was he? Was so was his character British or was the dub British? No, the dub was British. He's played by an actor named Santiago okay. Santiago Alvarez. So, so like, he was he was Spanish. So the dub made it made up this whole thing where we had to have a British. <laughs> so let me yes. get this straight. So the company <laughs> when they were when they did the dubbing, they're like, oh fuck, okay, who are we gonna get to play this fucking Foley guy? He's like, well, we got this British guy. It's like, okay, well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> tell Kim to say, I got a British friend. All right, that's how everybody's gonna know he's fucking British. And uh-huh. that's how that's how we're going to explain in this uh-huh. midwestern American town that yeah. there's this British guy living there yeah. as a slug expert. Well, English friend, but you know we're just going to say British. So, right. so they uh, so they're talking to him and stuff, and he works at the school, so it makes sense. So the 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 Foley works at the same school that Kim does, and they're talking about slugs. And this is when we get our history lesson. He's like, "Hey guy, did you know a fucking slug can?" passed by a razor blade and not even hit the steel <laughs> i was like well fuck now i do okay now i do all right so there you go and then like mike asked like what do they normally eat he says well, well fuck you know they eat lettuce and shit most of the time but you know every once in a while there might be one that might eat a worm and because he's mm-hmm. like or so a he's smaller like, bug yeah and he's all like you know he's like why do you ask and they're like i don't know then they just leave i was like well what kind of visit was that <laughs> wait, wait is that not the one where, the time where he says maybe I'm confusing this something else where he says would, would they ever eat a rat oh uh, they might have said that there because he was going to do some test on it right and then the guy's like what yeah uh, but is it this is where they bring the slug to the guy or not yet yeah they brought him to him yeah the the, the slug yeah, in, in the, the jar, jar they brought yeah. it to him and they left him with them so he could do some test so now we're back with the uh, David and his wife, and David's stomach's starting to hurt a little bit, and you know he's just saying like, "Ah, oh. a slug." Well, yeah, but he doesn't know that at the time. No, no, no. Right? And then the wife starts apologizing for being a bitch and for being a drunk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nowhere. I thought this was just so random. Like, yeah. I wonder if this is some weird translation thing yeah. that we get some time in those Italian movies. But she's yeah. like. Like they seem to be all like getting along just fine, and then they, she sits down like I, I'm. I'm sorry, I'm such a bitch. And then she's like, "Yeah, the alcohol is getting the best of me." And yeah, she, yeah, the alcohol. Like, maybe I should it. see somebody. And I was like, "Well, what the fuck did she do? All she did was like <laughs> show up and put some lettuce down and fall asleep." Yeah, like yeah. fuck. If you're calling herself a bitch for not cooking dinner, I mean, boy, mm. I'll tell you what, times have changed, brother. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
So after all this, and so basically, the uh, David he thinks his stomach hurts because he had anchovies. Yeah. Okay, that's why he's getting the little cramps in his stomach. Mm. So, so the big thing too is like she wants him to come to bed, but he's like, "Hey, I gotta go through some paperwork because I got a cell that I'm trying to close." I was like, "Brother, I feel you. I feel you, David." These girls, they don't understand. All right. So she go. Yeah, they don't. So now yeah. she's gonna go take a bath, which we would never do. Which is weird because usually when an '80s blonde says she's gonna take a bath, we 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 assume has horror movie fans that we will see her naked in the bathtub, but we never did. No, so. but we do get some of that in the movie, though. Yeah, we get a little bit. Yeah. So this part is a little funny. So there's like a random house, and these old people are leaving yeah. the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Bob's there drinking in his fucking Trans Am. Or he, he, I don't know if his car was a Trans Am, but for our podcast purposes, it was. Okay. Yeah. He was drinking his Trans Am. He's like, "Fucking get a move on you old bat, you old, you know." He's like, "Hurry up, these old people." Yeah. All right. So he gets a little sign, like a little like sign, um, light sign, and he's gonna go mm-hmm. meet his girl Donna. All right. And he is there to smash some puss. He is. Okay, that's what our boy Bob, that's his mission. Okay? So he goes in there, starts kissing everything. They go down to the lower room where Donna's parents have the liquor cabinet. And our boy... It's like a basement, yeah. Yeah, he... Bro, how 70s and 80s was his basement, though? Like, it had, like... Very. I mean, like, oh, shit, bro. Actually, I wouldn't mind having his basement. I thought it looked kind of cool, to be honest with you. Oh, I love that shit, dude. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. Like, I love, yeah. like, that 70s and 80s look yeah. like, to houses. But, but yeah, no. like, when I was a little kid, like, everyone I know that had more than one floor in their house had a finished basement that was, like, had, like, you know, carpeting and then, like, the wood paneling on the wall, like, in this movie. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So they're out there, and our boy Bob he wants to he wants to take a little. He's all excited like about the uh, the, the drinks, and there it's like, oh shit, look how old this liquor is. He's already drinking. She's like, why do you keep drinking shit? He's like, don't worry about it. He's like, you want some? And she's all like, you know what I want. It's like okay, and, he's, and then he's all okay. like, he's like, what would you ever do if your dad found us in here and stuff? He's like, oh she he'd probably freak out. That's <laughs> like of course, and I couldn't figure out like who were her parents. Were they like somebody important well, or something? I, I I couldn't tell that, but like, well, so, but the house they were in, I is that not the house she lived in? Yeah, she lived in there. Yeah, Donna. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. So like, she was just staying with the old people, is what I assumed. But I wasn't. No, sure. I guess I'm it was sure. her parents. So I just Maybe. couldn't tell. Like I thought, I thought her dad was the mayor, but the we see the mayor later, and he didn't look upset at all. So and he right. probably be. Well, anyway. So our English guy, aka Foley, he is—he's mm. reading in his lab, and he tests the slug out, and then he noticed that the slug attacked the mouse, and he's like looking around, he's like, "Oh fuck, that's not good." Yes. <laughs> he looks nervous. <laughs> no. Yeah, is this then? Then he cuts the slug apart, and it's got all this gooey like slime that come out of it. it was great. Yeah. So now we got our boy Bob smashing, smashing, brother. Smashing. He's smashing that thing smashing to pieces, puss. brother. He's smashing that piss. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Giving that girl what she wants. Yeah. All right? And he stops. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's the girl. He's like, I'm trying to recharge my batteries. He has a Jack Daniels with them. I was like, bro, perfect. All right? And, he's, and then he's like, all like talking about, bro, I need to rest. He's like, what the fuck? And the girl's like, nah, you don't need to rest. He's like, no, nah, I need to rest. Right? <laughs> and then like, he like steps on the floor. Okay? Yeah. 
and he steps on slugs. <laughs> and then his foot, like, I mean, just for stepping down for a second, he fucking, uh, his foot is, like, all, like, mangled and shit. And then Donna yeah. starts freaking out and stuff, and she, like, falls <laughs> on the fucking slugs. And she's, yeah, like, she, s- <laughs> she's, like, swimming around it, him. Yeah, she's, like, completely naked. Completely, yeah, they're both like, completely naked. Yeah, this yeah. was, yeah, this, this scene was written specifically to get this outcome. But, yeah, she's, yes. like, freaking out. She's completely naked. She falls out of the bed onto the, onto the slugs, and she's, yeah. like, the slugs are covering her and biting her, and then she's, like, all covered in blood, naked. On, it's, yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. But you know, like so, the the blood in this one was kind of like that. Uh, I call it the uh, the Italian blood, where yeah. it kind of like so has like, like this pinkish super red. Yeah, yeah, super red. Yeah. Like has a little bit pinkish feel to it. But it still looked kind of cool. Like it looked pretty freaky. You know what I mean? And, and it's our supposed boy, to look really. I guess it's supposed to look really bright on the screen. I guess. Yeah. Is why they did it that way. But yeah. Well, you know, since we're watching these movies in like, you know, high definition TVs. Yeah. We can tell, even if the movie is not necessarily filmed in like 4K or Blu-ray and stuff, you can kind of tell, since the TVs have more color in them nowadays, about, you know, certain certain stuff you probably couldn't tell back in the day, you know? Exactly. So, uh, so, so our boy Bob over here, he tries to like help her for a second, he's like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> so he's like, he's on the bed, and he's figuring out how mm-hmm. to escape through the window. And he's all like looking at her, it's like, okay, she's fucked. There's a window right there. How am I going to get over it? He looks over again. Fucking Donna's face is like getting mangled off. He's like, okay, well, fuck this girl. <laughs> so he tries to open the window, starts to jump through it kind of, but he slips and then he just like falls and he gets eaten. So yes. our boy. <laughs> so my big, my, Go ahead. my big question in this scene is like, so I don't know how long they were having sex, but it may, he makes it seem like they didn't go that long because she's, you know, thinks it's weird that he has to rest, but well, maybe he got that whiskey. Dick. Obvious, well, right. He, yeah. He probably got that whiskey dick, but mm-hmm. is there's obviously no slugs in the room when they cat, when they started fucking on the bed. Yeah. But then after that, the whole floor is covered with slugs. Well, um, there was like, a scene though that did show some of the slugs coming up through the toilet. Oh, true. Yeah. And the slugs are covering the toilet. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, awesome, yeah. right? That yeah, in the so bathroom. Great. So yeah, and yeah. like I said, this movie for a wacky villain, yeah. it did actually explain it. We'll get to it <laughs> soon, but it, it did explain what is going on pretty well. I thought for such like a mm. wacky concept. Yes, but uh, after this, we see. <laughs> I like my notes over here. Okay, so after we get this killer death scene of people screaming and dying, we get Mike and he's pondering in pondering, his room. Yes. He's pondering. Slugs. Is it slugs? What's going on with these slugs? We just see a bunch of <laughs> scenes of slugs. <laughs> While he's thinking about slugs. While he's yeah. pondering in his office smoking a cigarette. He's a chain smoker. Our boy Mike was. Oh, for sure. But most people in the 80s were. Yes, that's true. So now, um, so now when he's pondering and stuff, after he's pondering and thinking about slugs... Um, Mike, Mike gets told that yeah. his, uh, uh, he gets a call from his office and then we see also too, we see a scene of David. He's still feeling sick. He's actually in his bathtub feeling, you know, you know, feeling like he's under the weather. He got some stomach pain. Mm-hmm. And then this is when Mike, he gets a, he got a call from the sheriff and he's going inside. And then this is where they, they look at the dead kids rat. 
and uh, it was a sh- sheriff and Mike and that other copper in the uh, the room with all the dead kids, or the two get two get kids. This is when they find uh, Bobby and Donna's body. So this is when uh, this is when Mike's saying like, I think we're dealing with like some sort of like mutant slugs here. And then like the sheriff kind of blows it off. He's like, what "The fuck you talk about mutant slugs? I mean, what are you gonna tell me next? There's some sort of like." Mutant uh, 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 flies around everywhere or something. So, so the goat sheriff, killer. Yeah, the goat killer. What are you going to tell me that? So J- Julie, which is uh, Mike's uh, receptionist, gets a message from Don. All right, and Mike kind of like blows off of Don, but it's just like, no, no, Don really needs to talk to you and stuff. And so he eventually picks up the phone from Don, and Don basically says, "Hey, you need to get here down right here right now." He's like, "Well, I don't got the time." He's like, "You need to get here right now." There's some chickens and dead dogs in the sewer he's like okay well i'll be there soon so now he meets up with don and don explains that they they found basically they 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 inspected the sewer so this is, this is when we mm-hmm. get like the major plot point of the movie yeah so don is there and he said okay i did some research over here brother i read the book of slugs and in the book brother the they we they we found a couple like dead chickens and dogs and shit in our sewers and then when I did my investigation, apparently, this area used to be an old toxic waste dump. Yeah. Okay. So these these corporations came over. Uh, maybe one of them might have been Umbrella. We're not sure. They dumped a bunch of maybe. toxic waste, and it kind of like formed in this little lake area. But then, a couple months back when we were, they were doing some building for that new mall, what happened was all that waste went into the sewer, and now it created monster deadly slugs mm. for attacking. Yeah. So I thought that explained Boo. it pretty well. Yeah, exactly. Boo, Boo toxic waste. Yeah. So basically, we had Homer Simpson not doing his job and dumping yep. a bunch of fucking waste around everywhere. Wasn't he like a? Did he run a nuclear plant, Homer Simpson? Yeah, same shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they do. They do make toxic waste. So. There you go. Yes. All right. So let's see. So now David. Oh, this this part was probably the uh, the craziest part of the film. So David now meets with the clients that he was trying to sign the deal with at a restaurant. Uh-huh. And of course he's not feeling well and everything. They're like, okay, uh, do you need to like wait and stuff? Like, uh, you're okay. Like, it's so weird. Like, like I mean, you know, I've been in sales and stuff. Like, you know, well, I guess I'm not sure what I was trying to say there. But basically, they're, they're just making sure he's okay. But yeah. they're, and they're like, basically, they came up to the conclusion that they kind of want to like, you know, sign a deal. But David has to go use the restroom first, and he kind of noticed that his nose starts to bleed a little bit. All mm-hmm. right. But he comes back. They ask him how he's doing. He's like, oh, the aspirin's kicking in. We're all good. And he's like, okay, we all ready to sign this? He's like, yeah, yeah, I think we'll go ahead with your project. And like, he's like, great, so let's all have a toast. So they all have a toast. And Mike just has some water. I mean, now David just has some water. And right while he's drinking the water, like, he just, like, blood comes out of his mouth. And he starts to, like, shake and freak out and everything. And eventually his head just, like, explodes. And there's just a bunch <laughs> of worms everywhere. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" I love it, it dude. Great. I love it. It's so good. It's so gory, and yeah. it's, it's great. 
Now, this scene yeah. is like the Italian special scene. Like, this shit was good right mm -hmm. here. This is probably like the most gruesome scene in the movie. But it was definitely like, it was nasty. Like, all the worms coming out of his head and everything. His head just like splits yeah. open and shit. It was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, they didn't hold back for this. But, yeah. um,. I just think it's weird that he could eat this salad and not notice that there's like part 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 of part of a slug. Maybe that was anchovies, brother. All right. Maybe he got sick from them earlier. Yeah. So so now so now we see another scene with Mike and Don. They're figuring out like that there was the that old shopping center that I was talking about. That they mm -hmm. they they when they were doing the construction on it, that's probably why the the toxics came over here. So now the uh, so now the wife is now calling um, the wife calls Julie and then the Julie calls um, calls David Mike to meet the sheriff because there's the sheriff wants to talk to Mike about something so he leaves so sheriff talks to so this is when we get the weird scene of the sheriff he's talking to like the store owner of that restaurant and basically what's yeah. going on with this scene is the sheriff believes that there was worms within their food and that's why David's head exploded with the worms on it. <laughs> and like obviously this guy's not a and, scientist. And like the owner just kinda like blowing it off and then it's like, hey cook, tell him we don't got no worms. Tell him we got no worms. And this cook, like I kinda wish I knew like Italian or Spanish. He this guy was just cursing up a storm. Fucking worms <laughs> here, worms here and shit. And then Mike shows up. And then Sheriff's like, listen, man, I need you, what I need you to do, Mike, is I need you to tell me there's worms in here so we can shut this place down. Like, this sheriff is like the laziest <laughs> fucking sheriff. He doesn't want to do any investigation. He's just like, okay, I see it. We're at a restaurant. There's worms here. Shut it down. And Mike's like, what the fuck? You know, I got to do some what investigation. Are you about? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll look into it and stuff. That's what Mike says. He's trying, trying to put his foot down with this sheriff not listening to him. Mm hmm. So he tell you was looking and at first he asked like who's dead? And he's like, Well, it's your friend David. He's like, What? What? Yeah, it's like, well, just tell me to close this place down. And Mike says, like, you know, just give me five minutes. Give me five minutes, I'll check it out. So So now he's outside and he's talking to Don. Because Don showed up too. Like they kind of showed up together. And mm -hmm. Don goes up to him because he was checking out the dead body. And Don was saying, like, hey, you know there's something going on over here. Like I found some slime on him too. So it, it looked like it could have been, uh, you know, something that we were fearing about these slugs. He's like, okay, well let's just go talk to the expert. He's like, Don, you're not an expert. I'm not an expert. Let's go talk to the expert, the English friend, which we happen to have, which we happen to have in our back pocket, brother. <laughs> and so now we're back at the English friend fully. He's all like, "Where can these? Uh, where did you guys find these samples at?" He's like, "I found it in Dave's head." <laughs> Dave's head. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, shit." He's all like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, what these samples are is they're, uh, you know, they're they're slugs. This is this slug part on here." And basically, he kind of gives us like some history about what he thinks these slugs are. So mm -hmm. he's basically saying like, "Yeah, slugs have like this like that little." Crank was slimy shit that they put onto them. It actually numbs you. Mm. All right, and that's how they can kind of get you and eat you alive from that slamming. Yeah, thing. doesn't he? Doesn't he say that it um, it like uh, deters their predators or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And he he's saying basically too like um he, he's basically saying you know 
they're kind of asking like, well, where their breeding ground could be at is like, well, anywhere that's like really dark and you know kind of wet. He's like, what about a sewer? You mean like a sewer? Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect breeding grounds. Yeah, of course. That'd be perfect. So then they cut to these slugs and they killed like this farmer, farmer, two farmers it looks like, and this whole farmhouse. Yeah. Mm. Like they're taking over the farmhouses now too, brother. Uh, so not only do these slugs eat humans, but they also eat lettuce too. So they little, do. Little, they eat both. You know, a little healthy balance there. Meat and vegetables. That, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. They're omnivores. Yes. So now we have Kim. She calls up Mike. Uh, you know, uh, kind of like she wants her him to rush home because she's uh, heard about all the news and stuff. And she's up there. She's also freaking out too because when she's in the house and stuff, she's showing uh, Mike all the slugs that are in the house as well too. And he's like, "Damn, I gotta call the sheriff." That's what Mike says. Mm-hmm. So Mike tries to go get the sheriff, but the sheriff is not there because he's there checking out the farmers who just got killed by all these slugs. And then he's like, "Hey, when when you get sheriff, I need you to talk. I need you to talk to me, and I need you to get me, and I'm gonna go to uh, uh, Don's office. Tell him to meet me there whenever you get a hold of the sheriff." Okay. So Mike is now going to go meet Phillips, and y'all know who Phillips is. Phillips is the main boss of the health inspector office okay so yes. mike just rushes right in there passes the fucking secretary our boy phillips eating a hamburger he's like hey i need you to turn off the water supply right now in the city he's like what the fuck are you talking about he's like if you got mutant slugs in your sewer you have to turn off the water right now he's like you've gone insane <laughs> so they go back and yeah, forth uh- go ahead I was gonna say, yeah, the the guy that played Phillips is Frank Braña, who is like a he's like a kind of famous Spanish actor. He played Blackie in uh, one of the Dollars trilogy movies. I think it was the second one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for a few dollars more, he was in that. He's been in a lot of spaghetti westerns. Yeah. I recognize him. Frank Phillips, brother, the fucking health spare. He kind of looked like uh, you know, what he kind of remind me of. Who? Uh, what was that dude that played Naked Gun? Yeah, Leslie Nielsen. When yeah. I first saw it, I was like, oh, is that Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. Nope. They kind of look a little similar. Yeah. yeah, they kind of look yeah. a little similar. So he's blowing them off. He's like, listen, you're insane, and <laughs> I'm not going to cut off the water because you've gone insane. And this guy's like, no, you got to do it right now. He's like, well, fucking make me. He's like, well, fuck, I'll go to the mayor. He's like, you ain't going to go to the mayor. So they're going like back and forth and everything, and he tells them to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Basically. And then he goes back, and the the after after he leaves the the reception, like, can I just go to lunch? He's like, yeah. He's like, mutant slugs, ha ha ha. And then of course we see mutant slugs come out of his toilet. Yeah. So they seem to be everywhere, but nobody ever sees them. Yeah, I know. Until exactly. it's too late. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're like, I guess, paying attention to them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, Mike's plan is to go to the mayor. And to mm-hmm. get a, a an order for him to stop the the water supply going. So now we have uh, Sue, which is Sue is one of the uh, rich people girls that was in the restaurant when David got his head blown open. She was yeah. like one of the uh, just the one of the people who were trying to sign the paper, and she's still kind of like a little upset what happened. But now we meet the mayor, and the mayor is trying to close the deal that David was trying to do. So I guess it's like a really yeah. big deal for the town. 
or something. I'm guessing it's like the like a big. I'm maybe this is like the mall that they were talking about. There's something going on where they're signing some yeah. sort of major big deal. Yeah, I think it's for the mall. Um, yeah. Sue, uh, by the way, that's. Uh, uh, yeah, Sue. Sue, by the way, was played by Patty Shepard, who's she. Uh, she was in a bunch of like. Um, she's actually from Greenville originally. Oh, cool. But she, yeah, from Greenville, South Carolina. But she uh, she spent her whole almost her whole career working in uh, Europe. She was in a lot of European horror movies in the '60s and '70s when she was younger. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, she was. You know, she didn't really do a lot in this movie, but she was there. So she mm-hmm. was. Uh, so. You know, they're talking everything. The mayor pretty much wanted them to sign a deal. And they're kind of like, oh, okay, well, I don't really see why not. And then, like, it, this is a weird scene. So, I don't know if you noticed this. Maybe, obviously, if you guys noticed it, too. So, the mayor's like, hey, you know, guys might as well just sign the deal. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then he, like, pauses for, like, two or three minutes. And then Mike comes in. It was so weird. Like, it reminded me of, like, like uh, if you're doing, like, a... Uh, a play on a stage. A play. That's what I was thinking. And the and the yeah. guy that misses his cue. Yeah, he misses his cue. Right time. So yeah. just kind of stand there waiting on him to show up. Yeah. yeah. It was either a stage uh, a stage play or it was a bad wrestling angle where they missed their right. fucking cue. It was so weird. Yeah. Like you couldn't edit that or something. I was like, okay. Yeah. So Mike comes in. He's like, "Hey, mayor, we got a problem over here. You got mutant slugs everywhere." <laughs> this guy Mike is not really good at explaining <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's he's really not. And the mayor's like, "Who the fuck? Why are you in here? Why are you trying to close about? this deal, motherfucker? What the hell are you doing here <laughs> talking about mutant slimes?" And it's like, "Mayor, we got some major problems over here. All right, we got a uh, potential disaster yeah. on our hands. All right." And he's like, "We gotta tell Phillips to shut down the water because we have mutant slugs everywhere. They're on our water mm. system. We're all gonna die." Mayor's like, Mayor's like, this guy's insane. Get him the fuck out of here. And they try to call like the sheriff, and it doesn't work. And then like, and then he's like, oh, he goes up talking to the two business people. He's like, hey, I gotta tell you guys something. We have toxic wasteland mutant slugs in this water system. Can you believe that? So the thing, the thing though that gets me is like, I understand. Like in every movie like this. You have to have a guy who knows the truth, but yeah. the people in, in control don't believe him. Yeah. But they have plenty of evidence. Yes. Like they literally have a slug in a jar they could that that eat that ate a rat that yeah. they could show him. Yeah. But they don't show its evidence to anybody. They just run in screaming about mutant slugs. Well they showed it to Foley who did jack shit with it. Well, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, they showed Foley and Foley's like, Well, that's not good. Well but fuck Foley's you. a scientist though. Yeah. He's not in charge. Yeah. Well, I know, but like he could have like maybe like set it up the ladder or something. Yeah, or left <laughs> his lab and and went and talked to the mayor and said, "Look, this is fucked up." And see this this thing ate a rat. We, you know, yeah. they're all over the place and they're killing Bro, all these mayor, people. This mayor, there's like ten yeah. people and dead in this town right yeah. now. Well, this mayor wouldn't and care. Like, he just wants the dollar line sign, brother. He just uh, wants the money. Apparently so. Apparently so. So this part was a uh, a uh, uh, little funny. So the 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 male uh, businessman is like, you telling me there's some mutant slugs in the water? Ha ha ha! He's like, yeah, I'll prove it to you. So they go into the fucking mayor's like, yeah, we'll we'll see. So they go into mayor's like little bathroom, hidden bathroom and shit. They yeah. put on the water. It's like nothing there. They start laughing and shit, and they eventually sign the deal. And of course, like you know, boy Mike's all pissed off. He's like, oh, you're all gonna regret this. 
And I was like, he's basically saying, like, you people are unbelievable. And he leaves. It's like, yeah, bro. Good job. Good job. So we're back at Phillips. Okay. The the water, you know, the water place. The health inspector water place. And yeah. the uh, the clerk returns and stuff. And she's, like, looking for Phillips. Keeps asking for him, asking for him. She eventually finds his eyes dead in the bathroom. He got killed by the slugs probably when he started to take a shit. Yeah, the ones uh, he said didn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I just laughed at my notes. Mike and English do test. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike and Foley, they're doing a test. Yeah. And uh, the Foley says like there's some sort of like gas that can kill these slugs. Yeah. Did you get what it was? It was like it starts with A. Like, uh, was it often? I, I didn't get what it was. Yeah, some sort of like chemical. Yeah, but... some sort of chemical gas that they found that he found that can actually it work. It basically what it does is gas. It works with the the water and it works with the slugs' cells and eventually it, like it makes them explode. And then Mike's. Yeah. Oh, asked, that doesn't seem like that's what happened at the end of the movie. But anyway. Well, kind of. It kind of did. Um, so Mike's like, okay, so he's like, how much can you get me this? He's like, well, I can get you a lot of this stuff, but you know, it's not like we're going to have like a good areas to get them all. You know, we had to figure out how to get them all in one place. He, <laughs> and Mike's like, I got an idea. I can do it. Okay. So he's like, just, uh, you know, when I need you, just let, just, you know, I'll let you know. So... So basically what he wants to do is like... They want to go, you know, they got to get all of them in one place and they figured out, okay, the mm-hmm. best place that they can do that is going to be, is going to be in the sewer. Of course. So, so now we have Don playing with his kids, either playing football outside. And this is when Mike shows up and he says he has to talk to him. And then the kids are like, oh yeah, well, we're going to go to a Halloween party. He's like, and then they go back and forth about this Halloween party that, that was totally lame. So this is the scene that we were talking about earlier where like Don and Mike were talking with Don's wife where he's obviously it was like a cut scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So Mike and Don are talking everything. He's basically saying like, listen, we, these, these slugs are out of control and I, John or Foley found a, 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 a toxin to destroy mm-hmm. these bugs. And I just need, you know, I need some, Stuff I need to, I need your suits. I need to go into the to sewers. And I need to you know get them all in one place. And nobody's gonna help me. Sheriff's not helping me. Nobody's helping me. So we have to do this. Um, he says like, man, that's crazy, man. I can't let you do that. He's like, well, I gotta I gotta do it. And Don's like, he's like, listen, man, like, I'm in. He's like, what? He's like, what? He's like, yeah, man. Like, listen, I got a family to think about. You know what I mean? I got this town to think about. You know, I have to, I have to do this. I seen them in my own, my own, I seen them. So we got to take care of it and I'll be helping you out. So Don agrees to help him out. And then he does like this, uh, he goes to his wife and he's talking to the wife a little bit about, he's like, Hey, I got to leave for a little bit. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, he's like I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to kill some killer slugs. <laughs> so great. And then she's all like, Oh. Do you mean an eighteen-year-old oh. French uh, uh, girl that you're gonna go kill? You know, like, I was like, okay, is like by slugs. Yeah, you like, mean you're gonna go fuck an eighteen-year-old? Yeah, by slugs you mean an eighteen-year-old you're gonna fuck? And he's like <laughs> laughing it off, like you're the only one I want. And when I get back here, 
Let's get naked and crazy. <laughs> what a line. Let's get naked what and crazy, line. brother. Naked and crazy. So now Mike's looking for Kim. So he goes home and looks for Kim. And he can't find her anywhere in, in, in their house. He's looking all over the basements and stuff. And Kim's upstairs. And well, it's Kim. He's upstairs, and then Kim comes by, and she was uh, she was with the um, David's wife because she's all upset because you know David's dead. And then basically, Mike was like, "Hey, you need to go to your mother's house right now and stuff." And they see the the bug, the slime, the the, the slugs were all over, and he convinces her to go to the mom's house because he has to do some dangerous heroic stuff that only <laughs> him and the town can do. Right. So now we have Don. He's getting all suited up. And getting some uh, some plans and gearing all up over here. Foley is getting and a bag his, of meat. No, no, Mike gets the bag of meat. Oh, we'll, we'll, all right, we'll, Mike. We'll, Mike's the we'll bag. Bring, of meat. We'll bring. We'll bring. We'll get there. And I got a question for you when we get there too. Okay. So Foley, he's getting all the the, the chemicals ready and his truck and everything. Mike, Mike. So it's kind of funny though because you see Don like in a in like a suit and like a hazmat suit with some plans and stuff. You see, you know, John Foley getting cleaning supplies or chemical stuff ready, like very dangerous stuff. And you just see Mike with a trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> Get into a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we have uh, we have some kids drinking outside. All right. And they're talking about Bob. So now we have arrived at that lame Halloween party. <laughs> yes. So. Which is just like a, a bunch of kids listening to heavy metal. With with in a in a circle of truck headlights, yeah, drinking with, beer and with, smoking. But there's like one pumpkin on top of the. There's truck. one pumpkin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the kids, so basically they were talking a little bit. It was that same girl who about the goat killer, and they yeah. were talking about with Ben. You know, Ben Ben was uh, Bob's best friend. Ben was the black guy with the black mullet, and they were right. talking about uh, Bob and Donna dying and getting. And then of course that girl thought it was the goat killer. And of course, Ben gets mm-hmm. all upset because he's still upset about his best friend Bob dying. So we got Mike, Don, and and Foley. They all meet, and they have, they're basically saying they have one shot at this and stuff. And it's a very dangerous plan, but you know somebody's got to do it. Yeah, and, it's the only ch- shot we have. Yes. And they're kind of like they're kind of like so this so they're kind of asking like so like how exactly are we gonna get all these slugs in one one place? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's like, "Don't worry about it, guys. I got a shit taken care of." All right. <laughs> so when we get there, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, Allison. I kind of want to ask everybody. I have, up there. I have a question. I have a okay. question too, but maybe it's the same one. Maybe it's not. Okay. We'll see. So we're back at that lame Halloween party. Yeah. Okay. So I guess the the kid from earlier that had the potty mouth. I'm guessing it's one of like Don's fucking kids. He, I guess, yeah. So this party was so weird. Okay, so first of all, we're back at the party. This one girl, like I talked from, hold on a second. Okay, so this party was kind of weird. So the, the, like I was saying earlier, we got this scene where this girl's like, "Well, I don't fit in right now." I was like, mm. well, I was, and I was looking. Okay, maybe there's people that we don't see in Halloween costumes. No, we see a bunch of nope. kids dancing around. I kind of there was one green wig. There was one person with the mask. Actually, there might have been two people with the mask, and then there was like Ben with like a very creepy, like uh, uh, this is a very like Halloween mask on too. So I was like, "How do you not fit in?" Half the kids are not even fucking dressed up. So she leaves. Then we get 
this like I don't know what the guy's name is, but I, I'm pretty sure it's one of like Don's um Don's like sons. He is now trying to hit up on Pam. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get her he's trying to fill up on her and stuff. And she's not wanting it. She's like, no, I don't want you to get up in my panties and shit. He's like, well, fuck. He's like yeah. playing games and shit. He, and he's like, well, you're just going to have Ben watch or something? He's like, what the hell are you talking about? So she leaves. All right? He's like, well, like he actually, he tries to fill up on her again. And she denies them. He's like, well, you're just playing mind games. And she, she basically just leaves because she doesn't want to talk to this fucking dude no more. All right? right. She just wanders off in the woods, kind of. Yes. And during this, we have our three Ghostbusters uh, go into the sewer. <laughs> okay. And then yes. this to me was the most random part of the whole fucking movie. Okay. So the Pam girl, she's like walking around, right? She's already denied this asshole guy that was just trying to fill up on her whole time. Right. And for some yeah. reason, Ben, who like, we barely know anything about the guy. He put on some sort of Halloween mask. He was yeah, like stalking. mask. Yeah, he was like stalking Pam and the other guy and the other guy. And Pam's like walking and he just like jumps on her and tries to rape her. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. Random, there's like this random like attempted rape scene in this movie for no reason. And I was like, wait, wait a minute, what's going on here? Okay. I mean, the only like the like so then like after that, so she's run, she gets away from him. And then she's running and she runs down like the bank, right? Yeah. Like underneath where he's standing, and then she falls in the sewer. Yeah. Which is weird that the sewer runs out that far out of town, but whatever. But like, why does it? Why does that even happen? Like, why doesn't she just hide underneath the bank until he goes away? For, I don't like, know. why does she even need to get down in the sewer to hide from him? Well, she gets down in the sewer, she falls, and then she eventually gets eaten by, by the slugs. slugs. And I'm just yeah. thinking, like, well. well I guess to keep the movie Why going. Why did this scene even happen? I, the only thing I can think of is that it it was just it was just another death scene. I guess yeah. I, I can't even. This whole scene could have been cut from the, mo- the movie and it wouldn't have made any difference. No, nothing. And then the the original guy who tried to get up on Pamkin's back, they all ask yeah. where Pam is. He said like he she was being a bitch, and they call him an asshole. Yeah. Even though this guy said you're a graded asshole wheel or some shit like that, I was like, okay. No, he says he says something about like all the way down in steerage or something yeah. like that, and I'm like, what the fuck? I, was like, what I, mean, kind I, of- I know what steer steerage means because that's like I think that's the part of a ship where they they store like uh, like the um, cargo and stuff. But yeah. I, what the hell does that have to do with anything? That's just such a weird, like, insult that I don't understand. Well, the, anyway. the problem is he was a dub guy, and he wanted to make his fucking, <laughs> uh, he wanted to put his two cents in the film. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So now we get some more sewer scenes. They're all down the sewers. So we got Mike yeah. and we got Don in the sewers with their whole suits on. So they're like walking around, and they have to go a different way now because they noticed that the, the- way that they were going to go was blocked. Right, this is funny because, well, I guess it makes sense because that's why the plan doesn't go the way they want it to. But it's just funny that we spend all this time and then following this map through the sewer, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, it's blocked. We can't go this way. Yeah. We have to go another way, and then they go another way. Yeah, they're like, oh, do we have to go the other way? It's like, yes, it's the only way. Then I guess we have to go. So the kids are out there looking for Pam. Did we just see the slugs move Pam's body for some reason? Mm-hmm. That doesn't come up anywhere else in the movie. Right. 
So now we see a huge amount of slugs. All right. Oh, and yeah. they, so now Don's plan is to electrocute these blood, these slugs. And this is when we get our famous 80s blue lightning. <laughs> and while they do that, they run. So we get some 80s blue lightning killing some of these mm-hmm. slugs, supposedly. Yep. And then Foley, he's rushing down to meet them at, because they have like this main center in the sewer that they're going to like try to get all the slugs at. So there's a part of the sewer where the uh, the main water line part of the sewer is, and they're trying to get all the slugs into one place so they can blow them all up. So Yeah. So, so Foley's in the truck getting down there. Um, so now Foley has he's there and he enters the uh, the the place he needs to be and he's he's, he's basically telling everybody he's on his way. Yeah. Okay. So so they come to one part where there's kind of like a lot of slugs out there, and they can't burn them because there's too much methane around there. So they got to figure yeah. out another way to like get around them. So this is when we see John. Uh, he Foley, he's back. He he's trying to. Uh, he's at the uh, the site he needs to be, but he's trying to open up the uh, the manhole. The manhole. Yes. <laughs> he just can't do it. Like, is it really enough. that hard? And he's using a pick, to, like a like a pick you would dig with to uh, yeah. open a manhole. But is it really that hard to open a manhole, or yeah. is he just really weak? It probably just a little weak. It's all good. He's a scientist, brother. He ain't no yeah, can't do true. all that. So Don and Mike, they arrive at the old. Um, well, they try to get radioed him first. Like they're trying to like radio, but they they can't really hear each other because he's too busy trying to get that manhole open. Manhole, right? Exactly. So they're at the old. Uh, they're at the old mill now. All right, the old mill. That's where the main water plant line is at the old mill, and they're trying to find. So they basically. So okay. So this is the part that I was a little confused with. So. In that trash bag, yeah, Mike had some meat. He has meat, yes. And his plan was, okay, we have billions of slugs all around this whole city and town. Mm-hmm. And my idea is we're going to go to the main mill water hole, okay? Yep. And I'm going to throw about three pieces of meat in there, and then all <laughs> the slugs are just going to go there. Do I got that right? Yep. That is absolutely the plan. So, Allison, can you explain to me... <laughs> how this plan works can you can you explain that to me well before that though so they're trying so before right before they get there they're trying to walk around that little ledge yeah and he's carrying the bag of meat yeah i mean it is a trash bag full of meat i mean it's it's quite a bit of meat in there but like he's carrying this trash bag full of meat and then the other guy tells tells don to put it down yeah or tells uh wait is it don that brings the meat or is it mike 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 it's don right Mike. Yeah, so he tells so Don tells Mike to put the uh put the bag down for some reason and then they move back into the next room which is where they find the big hole of water with the slugs in it. And then um then he's like go back and get the bag of meat. Yeah. It's like why, like, did, why you... did they even leave it in there? <laughs> and if if the slugs are this quick and can like devour an entire body in seconds like why is there even any meat left? Like you yeah. would think they would just jump out and eat it immediately. But yeah, so he's like, go back and get the pack of meat. <laughs> so, but my thing is like, okay, so we're gonna throw one piece of meat in the sewer. So this well, no, fucking it's a bunch of meat though. So this fucking slug that was in the bat, the, your fucking house that's like a mile away is just gonna vanish into the 
but his meat is. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense because like because they've they've clearly shown that the entire town yeah. is totally overrun by slugs. Yeah. But but this one bag of meat, but, uh, yeah, is gonna yeah, get all gonna those... bring them all back in seconds. Like um, even but yeah, the... he throws a couple pieces yeah. in, and then Don's like, "Just throw the whole thing in Let's there." Throw, so they yeah. throw the whole thing in. Yeah, so now they they're trying to radio like Foley, but they're also trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way out. They can't go the, the the way back out because it's too overwhelmed with slugs. But they yes. found like a little like a little hatch to try to break into. So they basically tell Foley like, "Hey." We need you to get this shit going. Drop the shit, yeah. <laughs> and then during this, we see that the sheriff has showed up. Just, and he's watching just Foley. to show up to fuck the plan up again. To fuck it up again. So Don, like, rips that little part open, but he gets pushed back by the waters. Yeah, which is um, full of water. And he falls into the uh, hole of water slugs. And of during all this is. stuff, Mike is doing like ac- like he's basically trying to be like Robin, like he's doing a lot of acrobats <laughs> to try to save him. And I was like, okay, where did this come uh, from? So, okay, so none <laughs> of th- nothing in this scene makes any sense. Uh-huh. So, okay, so Don falls into the to the hole, the water hole of slugs. Yes, and <laughs> this is one of those scenes where, or one of those times in movies where if they had shown less, it would have been better. Because he's in the water and he's flashing or thrashing around, trying to stay above the yeah. above the the top, and it looks pretty good. I mean, he's like you can see you you know you could believe that he's like, you know, being attacked by slugs. But when it shows him under the water, there's just like rubber slugs floating around in the water. <laughs> yeah, you know, what I mean, it just doesn't look good. Like it just doesn't look realistic at all. If they had just cut this underwater scenes out and just showed like him thrashing around in the water, it would have looked a lot better. But yeah, he's like, no, he's like, Don, you can, Mike, Mike says, Don, you can reach me. So then he's like holding on to this like pipe and like reaching out, which there's no way that Don wouldn't have pulled him into the water. But so, so Don doesn't reach out and then he like grows down even further and Don doesn't reach out. And then this is the part that I love the most. So then there just happens to be this pipe above the, above the water hole. So he climbs on, he monkey bars kind of across with his hands and then he's trying to grab Don with his feet and then Don falls again and then he switches and then he's holding, he's holding himself up on the pipe with his feet upside down, trying to grab Don and then Don's gloves come off of course. And then we lose Don. Yeah. Yeah. Quite amazing. All this agility that he all of a sudden has. So I got another question too. So after all this, uh, Robin's shit happens with our boy Mike, that he randomly can have enough power to do all that stuff that you just said. So what happens is, like the sheriff pops up in the manhole and then fucking Mike just mm-hmm. walks out. Yeah. So my question is, why didn't they just go down that manhole to start with? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this motherfucker, Don had plans. He knew that the fucking thing was there. Why didn't they just get up on the, on the pole, walk over there and climb up? Why do they have to go? Or to even little if they didn't. <sighs> okay. So there's there, this, this problem is too is, is twofold. So they're trying to talk to Foley on the radio, but Foley left the radio in the truck, but he's literally standing right above them. Yes. At the manhole. So why don't they just talk to him through the manhole? Well, they can't because there's too much water. They can't hear him. Well, okay, maybe. And then they could have gone out. They could have got into the manhole to get there originally instead of through this adventure that they went through. 
Or instead of like breaking open that thing that had water in it that knocked Don into the slug pool, why didn't they just climb climb over that little pipe and go out the manhole that they went out that Mike went out eventually well, anyway? The only thing I could think of is yeah. they told Foley to just fucking pour that shit down right when you can. And their idea was, okay, well, maybe since he's going to pour it out of the hole right there, we won't have enough time to escape. So let's try to escape okay, in this little part here. you know. But it ended up backfiring because the guy got out mm. clean nearly anyway. So he yeah. gets out of there, he gets up, uh, Mike does, out of the, out of the manhole. Uh, he saw Sheriff, he's like pissed off at the Sheriff. Saying sorry about your friend, and then they fucking he, he he's like Foley, pour it in there, pour it in there, and he pours the shit in there, and th- I don't the all the budget from the film happened with this one scene where we get explosions <laughs> everywhere, okay? Yeah, they, like I guess with this thing, they basically exploded everything, every part of the sewer, every part of the sewer en- sewers entrances were all blowing up, so they all just fucking blow up everywhere. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose. And he also flipped the switch on the little thing on the truck in a very dramatic way. I thought. Yeah, it was very dramatic. Yes. Where he's just like, Whoa. so after everything fucking blows up and shit, fire trucks come out there. We get. I mean, this is all the budget happened at the end of the film. Fire trucks out there. Sheriff apologizes to about his friend. All right. Uh, Mike tells him to go to hell, and then <laughs> uh, uh, Foley is. Uh, uh, He's, uh, he's basically telling the sheriff or telling Mike, we couldn't have done this without Don. Like, he made this all possible. That's how we were able to beat all these slugs. And then we have Mike. He meets up with Kim. They hug and they leave. And, of course, we have mm-hmm. one little slug left that didn't get burnt yeah. out of that destruction. Even though we should have had millions of them because not all the slugs were near fucking uh, uh, sewers. Okay, but we had this one slug left to do slugs the movie too, which never happened. Which never happened. However, however, Ooh. the uh, the book slugs oh. did have a sequel. The book. Oh really? Yep. Well, had, the had a sequel called Bre- had call- it was called Breeding Ground. It was it was published in 1985, and they considered making a film sequel, but that never got made because this movie only made fifteen thousand dollars. Most likely. Dang it. Now, what, what yeah. do you know anything about the, uh, the, 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 the plot to the slugs, too? Like, no, that, nothing at all. Did that slug just breed itself and we have Mike Jr. going out there? And Maybe. I mean, funny. they did say that, uh, that, they can, that they're hermaphroditic and, That's and, true. and That's they, true. Can, they can, uh, they can um, fertilize their own eggs. That's true. Well, there you go, everybody. So basically, he would just have to let the little the little hermaphrodite slug would just have to lay eggs and then fertilize them, and we'd have more killer slugs. Yeah, easy as that, brother. Just like this review for the Retro Blood slugs, everybody. Hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, this is not too great. bad. Of a you movie. should go watch this. Yeah. I love this movie. It was so good. The yeah. slugs look great. The gore was awesome. The head explosion was great. Yeah. This movie is fantastic. Had some uh, had some fun stuff to it. Some fun plot lines and everything. And I like how they, you know, more of the times when you do like a wacky gimmick, you know, with like yeah. killer slugs. At least they at least they took the effort to explain everything. You yeah. know what I mean about explaining slugs and explaining how this is possible, and explaining <laughs> like you know how they all got you know how they all got formed and everything so i thought yeah that was not too bad everybody check it out so 
But Allison, what are we going to be doing to finish out our Bugs Gone Wild month? What are we going to be talking about here next week on the Retro Blood? We are next week. We're ta- we're finishing up Bug Gone Wild month with a classic, a sure classic. We've talked about this guy before. We've done a couple of movies that he's written. Um, we're be doing a film by Dario Argento. Uh, he he uh, he wrote Demons and Demons Two. Oh, um, he didn't God. direct those, but he did direct this movie. He's more famous as a director than a writer. Yes, but he wrote and directed this movie. Um, it's called Phenomena. Um, it is the fir- one of the first, if not the first, movies that Jennifer Connelly was ever in. Uh, she was in this before she was in Labyrinth. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a this is a, a truly a good movie. Ooh, I can't you, wait, you, brother! You, 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 you know, know, people will love this. This is truly a good movie. You know, I like my Italian horror brother. You know what I mean? You yeah. get a bunch of vibrant yeah. lights. You get some fucking uh, some sort of bright blood, and you get some fucking eye death. I can't wait. To yeah, this this movie's a little bit different, but yeah, you'll you'll still like it. It's a it's a good flick. Definitely, definitely. You know, every time we do a Dario Argento stuff, I always get excited because he definitely yeah, because uh, he's he, great. He brings it, brother. So it should be fun. Yeah. But everybody, check it out here next week on the Retro Blood and Allison. We're gonna be leaving everybody with some Dark Throne. Yeah, over here. So we might as well get this out of the way. So yes, we'll be playing Land of Frost on the way out. But um, I gotta warn the people: this is not the kind of stuff that we normally play. This this movie is not. I mean, this song is not for everybody, and it may not be for anybody really. But um, it is. It's odd. So uh, yeah, Ooh, just like Brad, you know. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about an odd thing to happen. Well, with kid or slug sliming herself around everybody, eating people's faces and shit. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, we just, we just, yeah, we got some odd just, noises right now, like this part. Yeah, shit, that was odd. Exactly. But you know, exactly. We just, we like to do. We just watched a movie about killer slugs that eat people, and I'm talking about how odd this music is. But yeah, yeah okay. There sure. you go, brother. All makes sense. So. But we will see you guys here next week for Allison, myself. I will see you guys later. See you guys.